Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this message, David concludes his series from the book of Philippians. Writing in chapter 4, verse 11, of Philippians, the Apostle Paul said, For I have learnt to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learnt the secret of being content, in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty, or in want. I can do all this, through Christ who gives me strength. So many people, feel downcast and despondent, but if you will count your blessings, and make your requests known to God, with thanksgiving, then suddenly the God of peace will be with you. My God will supply all of your needs, according to his riches in glory. What a wonderful promise! Whatever we need on earth, God will supply, even if it is the courage to face hardship, as the Apostle Paul often did. Before David ministers, we want to thank you, for your support in prayer, and finance. Because of you, the gospel is preached online, and in person. And daily, we are supporting the needy, and vulnerable living in Ukraine. For details on our humanitarian, and spiritual relief work, visit, eurovision.org.uk. Then he says in verse 9, those things which you have learned and received and heard and seen me, do these things, in other words, follow my teaching, and the God of peace will be with you. <laughs> you know, the God of peace will be with you when you follow what the Lord wants you to do. It's, it's so simple. I, 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 I find so often that there are Christians who are in distress, and one thing that does trouble me is the number of Christians who suffer depression. Why? Why? I'm not depressed. I don't get depressed. Why? Because I count my blessings. <laughs> and if you sit down and count your blessings and you rejoice, suddenly the peace of the Lord is with you, and you are in peace. And I, I would challenge even Christian teachers to teach more on this rather than simply allowing depressions and fears. And I hear about preachers suffering burnout. Oh, come on, I've never been burnt out. I burn up with fire, not burn out. Come on. Uh, <laughs> when, I, when I spent three months with 400 people in Siberia all those years ago, and that's almost 30 years ago, and we, we traveled under great difficulties. Sometimes uh, uh, we had no food, sometimes no sleep or whatever. But we weren't burned out. When I came back, just uh, uh, four weeks to recuperate and to uh, get all my personal details sorted out, and I was off down into the Ukraine for another month. And before I went to Siberia, I had a month in Belarus. <laughs> Is that burnout? No, it's burning up with fire. And in verse 11, he clarifies this, not that I speak in respect of want, because I've learned in whatsoever state I am there to be content. And boy, did he know, because in verse 12 he says, I know how to be hungry and without, and I know how to have 
plenty. Everywhere in all things I'm instructed, both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. So he goes from one extreme to the other. And in his life, he has literally experienced. And some Christians don't understand that there are times when we have to be like this. I mean, if you look at my life, I don't want to be too much of an example or an illustration, but I can tell you since through these last 60 years, there are times when I've been hungry. I can remember a time when I was married and two twin girls, young children, and I had no food. No food. We lived on mushrooms, I think, for a week. (laughs) And I've known what it is to have poverty, not to be able to pay the bills. But Not that that's suffering, but I've learned to live in that and also in plenty. And just as I've had hunger, I've had an overabundance. Just as I've had poverty, I've had times when I have plenty. And, you know, the amazing thing is this, for example, uh, he goes on later um, to say um, that he... Uh, he says here, give thanks to the Lord who strengthens him, notwithstanding you've done well, that you did communicate with my afflictions. And in verse 15, Philippians, know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left from Macedonia, no church communicated with me concerning giving and receiving, and only you. So even Paul had the experience that when he set off on his missionary journey, the churches didn't supply his needs. And one thing that grieved me, I suppose it did grieve me, was the fact that when I was in that prison, you all know, 1972 to 73, a year in a communist prison, the churches did not support my wife. They wanted to sell my house. They sold all, everything else. My children had to leave school early to get work to support the mother. It's, it's sad. But talking to you who are listening to me, I want to thank God for your support. Just as Paul is speaking to the Philippian church, and saying, you were the only ones who supported. And I thank God that I could not do what I do now without your support. We desperately need financial prayer support in order to do the work. And there there have been times when, yes, in the mission we could hardly pay the bills. I, I know Uh, because we, in the mission, we spend everything right up. We try hopefully to balance the books at the end of the year, but to end a year without having substantial debt. But the thing is, we need the support in order to do the work. And this is an expression not just of your love for us, but of your love for the Lord. Because he, he puts it quite bluntly uh, uh, that the purpose of it is that 
he might be able to preach the gospel. That's what he's saying. And he says, uh, if I look at the new version, he says in, for example, in verse 12, I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in need. I can do everything because he gives me strength. But it's good of you to share in my troubles. And then he says, uh, when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid again when I was in need. Not that I'm looking for a gift, but I'm looking for what may be credited to your account. Wow. He's very blunt here, and I'm reading from the new translation. He says, um, not that I'm looking for a gift, but I'm looking that you spiritually may receive credit for what you give for the furtherance of the gospel. He says, I have, verse 16, verse 18, I have received full payment and even more, I'm amply supplied. Now that I've received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, they were a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God. And... This is the wonderful thing, as you give sacrificially, Paul says, as you give sacrificially, my God, verse 19, my God will supply all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ. What a wonderful promise. What a wonderful promise. My God will supply all your need. When you are committed in the gospel and support the gospel, stand on this, that when you give to the extension of the kingdom, then God will supply all your need. Wow. What a challenge to end on. Give as unto the Lord for the extension of the kingdom and then stand by faith that however much you give, God will then take the responsibility to supply all your needs. God bless you. Thank you for your support. Keep going. Amen. You have an inheritance in Christ. It is expansive, beyond comprehension, and faith is the key which will unlock this power in your life. Through David Hathaway's book, Power Your Inheritance, the book of Ephesians explored. Our prayer is that your eyes will be opened, that you will see and know what the hope is, what the riches are, the glory of God in you. David wants you to enter into the power and the riches of this glory. He wants you to experience and live in the fullness of the blessing. There is so much power available to those who will believe. In David Hathaway's book, Power, Your Inheritance, the book of Ephesians explored. He will reveal the glory of your inheritance in Christ. Order your copy today by visiting eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. That is what Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 1.
We are living in a time of immense turmoil. The Lord is the only one, the only thing, in whom, and in which, we can rejoice. Our ministry is only possible, because of faithful praying, giving people, like you. Each week, the gospel is preached online, and in person. We continue to provide food, water, and other essential items, to the displaced in Ukraine. In addition, we distribute Bibles, and broadcast the gospel, on Ukrainian TV. Thank you, for your generosity, and kindness. To make a donation, visit, eurovision.org.uk, forward slash, donation. Thank you for listening, to the Power of Faith broadcast, with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us, by visiting, eurovision.org.uk. Also available online, are many free teaching resources, to help you, on your walk with God. David has written, many faith-building books, to encourage, and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online, and in person. Our ministry, is only possible, because of the faithful support, of so many people. For details, on our evangelism, and humanitarian relief work, visit, Eurovision.org.uk Thank you again for listening.